Hi, Derek. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. I'm. Um, thank you for being on this podcast. It worked out perfectly because my first show is until 1 p.m. So oh. Okay. okay, that's perfect. Then that's great. So I know that you're currently in New York for New York Fashion Week, which must be super exciting. Can you tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and what you do, and how does your schedule look like ahead of these shows? Uh, uh, I am creative director of La Palme magazine, and I'm launching uh, Mr. Warburton magazine next week. Mm-hmm, exciting. Along with, uh, my, uh, yes, no, I'm so excited because, you know, uh, the work that I've done with La Palme, uh, I was actually in the cover of La Palme first, and then became business partners. So it's more of a lifestyle uh, celebrity mag. And mm-hmm. now, you know, obviously, you know, we do a lot of fashion in it too. But Mr. Warburton is strictly fashion with celebrity. And uh, it's really exciting. We're going to cover a lot of shows and a lot of things that I love, a lot of uh, glam, you know, like high-end fashion, and all mixed, all cool. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. And then my new clothing line launches on September 17th. I teamed up with an organization called uh, Mr. Duffy and Mm -hmm. uh, Bash for Freedom. And we uh, are providing uh, jobs for indigenous tribes in war-torn Vietnam. And every every single thing is sustainable. That's amazing. Everything is every single thing. And it's all... High end, beautiful, custom, uh, hand embroidered, but in velvets and satin, all these gorgeous fabrics and capes and blah, blah, blah. So I'm so excited about it. And, uh-huh. and I'm thrilled to put that out and it's completely sustainable. That's amazing. That's yeah, well, that leads me on to my next question now. So I know that you're a fur fan and a fashion icon. Can you possibly oh. tell our listeners a bit more about your interest in fur and where it started from and what made you fall in love with fur? You know, that's such a good question because I was always drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've loved fur, God, since, my, you know, my grandmother had little coats and things like that, and I always loved them. Yeah. And I... You know, so my family had furs. And then I was a big vintage shopper by the time I got to high school. So I've been buying fur, doing more up- upcycling for years. That's, that's great. There's a, yeah, there's a luxury to it. There's an organic feeling about it. Uh, it just, it looks beautiful. It's warm. And I'm the type of person... I don't care if I'm going to the gym. I got that fur on, honey. Yeah, exactly. Fur can be worn anywhere, can't it? Yeah, I'm just an anywhere, anytime type. And I have have some amazing high-end furs from fabulous designers. And I also have vintage furs, you know, a great place to buy upscale fur. I was actually uh, with the Spanish Fur Association Mm -hmm. in in Spain. And I bought this amazing raccoon coat original price tag on it at the flea market i was like oh my god it was brand new brand new so beautiful and the, the fur association saw it and they were dying over it upcycle upcycle again you know it's like you know i go i go to Saks and buy furs i buy furs for clients there yeah uh, you know so i do everything and anything i just love it it's just it's easy luxury. You know, it's, that's a funny way to talk about it, but it is. If you take it in that way, it could just be, you know, it's just 
fabulous all the time, which exactly. I love. Exactly. And we know that you're a regular in Fashion Week and have a good pulse on fashion brands. What do you think of fashion today? And do you think fur still has a place in today's fashion? I definitely think fur has a place in fashion still because, it, like I said earlier, it was organic. Mm-hmm. It's not synthetic. It can add so much. And fur is not this heavy winter thing anymore. It's so... You know, exactly, yes, it's moved yesterday, on. Yeah, yesterday I was at the Christian Louboutin Couture Luncheon in New York, and one of the hosts, who was a dear girlfriend of mine, had on a Dolce Gabbana with fur and feathers, and it was fabulous. It was fabulous. Oh, <laughs> from that. Yeah, so it's moved on from and just seen as just a winter material. You know what? Now too, the tr- it's trimming. Yeah. You know, I so many of those Fendi little monsters and what you know, and I use those. I have, a, I have a fabulous pink one that's like a little monster. Yes, I've seen those. It's fun. It's fun. It doesn't have to be so specific anymore. So, which brings me to fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that fashion has changed so much. Yeah. And I think it's really about living your life the way you live your life. You know, mm-hmm. I was just at the Nike store and they had uh, some of the hottest stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I would wear that with, you know, I have this Dior blazer. Yeah. And then... You know, with, the, with a bunch of fancy little fur things and a cool bag and a pair of kicks. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Mix and match everything. I think that's where fur places in fashion now. Mm-hmm. Where it's about the mix and match, you know. Like, yep. you don't have to take it so seriously. It's not a yeah. Saturday night, night. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you can mix and match it now with accessories and all sorts. Yeah, of course. I mean, in the winter, I've got my I've got my Starbucks fur coat. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh honey, you know, and like, and I always joke with everyone because you know they ask. I, you know, I live in Los Angeles now, yeah. but uh, I was in New York for a long time, and honey, I lived in the first. But hard to wear them, and so they're like, oh well, when are you wearing all these coats you have? And I said. Well, darling, I go to Palm Springs for Christmas, and during the day, you can stay by the pool, and it's cold enough to wear furs at night. So I wear fur every night. You gotta get it in. Exactly, you do have to get in. (laughs) And now there's a lot of talk about sustainability today in the fashion industry, and a race for big brands to champion it. So what are your thoughts on that, and do you see a real commitment into fashion turning green? You know, I think certain brands have decided that they didn't really want to do fur, but I don't know what that's going to, you know, it, I think it's personal choice. No one makes us do anything. And, you know, like if a certain designer doesn't want to use fur, I respect it. That's okay. There are a lot of other designers and then, you know, and frankly, then I'll spend my money elsewhere. And that's how I feel about it. And it's their choice, just like it's my choice to wear it. I will tell you though, you know, like, especially with my Instagram, there's, fur, there's a lot of fur on my Instagram. I never get attacked for it because that's, I hear people yeah. tell me that they're getting attacked over fur. And I was like, really? No one ever. And I'm a good following. Never, ever, ever. That's really good to hear because there are some, you know, some aunties that do really attack people that post with fur, but it's good to hear that you haven't received that. No, not at I've gotten something for a fun... Oh, this is a funny story. Uh-huh. There was a designer yeah. who always used leather, always used hide, everything, and then they, they had a complete change of heart. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and he became very fanatic about it, and he sent me a bunch of... And, you know, like their paraphernalia. Yeah. And I was like, uh, need I remind you that I'm wearing and I own leather that you designed? 
So calm down. Yeah. And it's not that serious. Uh-huh. And it's your choice. It's mine. Everyone calm down. We can all live in this world in harmony. Yes. There's so much upcycling you can do with it mm-hmm. also. And I mean, you know, like in Madrid, I bought this winter, I bought scraps. And I add them to things because I just enjoy it. You yeah. Know? It's, a, it's, it's another luxury fabric to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And as a big name in the fashion scene and on social media, do you feel that you have a responsibility to play in educating your followers and the brands that you work with on responsible fashion? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do feel that there is space for it. And, you know, it's just, it's not as toxic. You know, it's like so far as a plastic. Yeah. And, that just kill us way before anything else. Sorry, I mean, it's just what's going on. You know, and I have friends, you know, I've, obviously I have a lot of friends that are designers. Yeah. And one came from a big company that uses fur. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me this weeks ago, he's like, we tried to find something that was comparable, that was non-toxic. And we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Was, there's just nothing. So, you know, we use real fur and, you know, they had a, they got a hard time for it, but I mean, it hasn't stopped their, it's, their business is flourishing more than ever. So the fact that it's okay to mm-hmm. use it, I think it's fine to put it out there. You yeah. know, everyone's got something to say about everybody else. Read the Daily Mail, honey. So get a couple things. And with brands and educating them, you know, I work with open-minded brands. They know what I am. Yeah. I put it out there. I'm not afraid. And that's fantastic. And I'm like, this is me. Take it or leave it. So as a celebrity stylist, can you tell us some of the celebrities that you've styled and if you've ever styled anybody in real fur before? Yes, uh, I can tell you about my favorite, actually. Okay. Uh, I love Leah Remini. She's a trailblazer. Number one, she's J-Lo's best friend. So anybody mm-hmm. that's J-Lo's best friend, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then, you know, and I said to her when we worked together, I was like, hey, she was on the cover of La Palm magazine last year. And yeah. I, I've seen her since. We, went, we were just out dancing a couple weeks ago, had a blast. She's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I brought a fabulous Fendi from the sex fur shop. And she was like, oh, and was in love and wore it. And it looked gorgeous on her. And, you know, and I was like, so do you have brunch? like, eh, whatever. She's like, if I can beat Scientology, honey. <laughs> I was like, good point. Again, it's an issue if you make it one. You don't make it an issue, it's not an issue. It's yeah. as simple as that. Exactly. And finally, can you tell us more about your show All Access and what you do and what your viewers can take from watching it? Oh, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You know, I love doing that show because I was obsessed with this woman named Elsa Clench when I was a kid. Yeah. And I come from nowhere and I think, you know, it's so funny that, that like, talking about birth today because I was a homeless kid. I came from nothing. And, you know, I always dreamed of luxury and living this life. And mm-hmm. so, and a big part of all access for me and what I wanted to do with it was I wanted to give luxury to everybody. I wanted everyone to feel like they're my friend. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel included. Yeah. And I wanted people to be able to sit with me. You know, it's like I, I did this TV special after, and they were doing this whole thing on All Access, and literally they said it perfectly. They were like, we may not be able to go to the shows, but mm-hmm. we get to sit with you. And that's amazing. And that's so amazing, because that's exactly 
that's exactly how I live my life. And I think that's why I don't get attacked on social media. I'm happy. Live my life. I'm inclusive. You mm -hmm. know, no one's going to come after me for this or that. Or they'll just be like, it's him and it's fabulous. That's what he does. Yeah, and, that's, know, and that's, I think that's the way forward as well. Exactly. And you know, I, but that's what All Access is about. So mm -hmm. we go behind the scenes. Uh, we're, right now we're doing it in Madrid. I'm okay. wanting to sell it this, this year. Um, uh, to a larger, obviously, you know, but we do it in Madrid right now, and it's just fun, it's behind the scenes, it's things that people never really get to see, and again, you know, I get to talk, and we talk about the process of the work, mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of people just think, boom, it lands on the shelf, and that's yeah. not the case, and, well, you know, these are artists, and great, great artists, and they might not be the most known artists, but they're artists. And yeah. I love being able to take people behind the scenes to meet them. Yeah, that's that's them that's great. About their work and their inspirations, and because I think we also live in a world of a story now, and it's not about it's not about this or that. It's about the entire universe that you're building and the entire lifestyle, you know. And that's another reason why I love Burr. It's a big part of my lifestyle story. Yes, exactly, and that's terrific. Derek, that's all. Thank you so much for being on this podcast with me. Oh, you're such a darling. <laughs> oh, no, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for agreeing and for taking time out because I know that you're really busy. Um, and I hope that you have an amazing few days now. Thank Not too you. crazy. Yeah, today, today, <laughs> yeah, no, today alone is like big shows. They just wow. later, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just rest now for a little bit. Me. Yeah, no, I had the morning this morning, thankfully. And then I go, uh, I start tonight and straight through next Thursday. And yeah. then I get a little rest in Miami before I start uh, doing Trump shows for the Mr. Warburton collection. Have a wonderful day. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Okay, ciao, ciao. Bye, bye. bye.